Charlie Stone? Yeah, what? No, nothing. I just wanted to make sure that is the name that you go by. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Some people need to be known as something else. No. If someone were to refer to me with my surname, I would be like, that's not my name. And did you know what I'm just going to do? I'm just going to put this onto airport mode. You know, airplane mode. Yeah, airport mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I like people get calls in the podcast because I tend to keep them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, who did that? Oh, yeah, Mikey Fosdiper. Yeah, well, Fos put him on, it was the professor. Oh. And so he just put him on the mic, and then so we could find out what he said later. And as it turned out, he was just saying, uh, I'm in the puff. Good. Podcast! It is the podcast. Hooray! Hooray! We have with us here Keith Top and Pops. And we have Charlie Stone. Hello, viewers. Hello. All right. Should yeah. I give a little description tricks. of each person? I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Keith, top of the pops. I know. I thought you meant you were just going to look at them and describe what you see. <laughs> um, I think you should do that as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you yeah. Do that. Keith, top of the pops, is wearing a dashing black shirt. Um, has a hummingbird Gibson guitar in his hands and some fine jeans, some trainers. Charlie Stone. Quite good trainers. Black clothes. My trainers. Bleach blonde are hair. Platinum. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> with a honey a, tone. Uh, with a honey tone, yeah. Oh, nice. I could never do that. I'm very jealous. Um, and Keith Top of the Pops t shirt, which is the best t shirt ever. And a I like to say it's joint pig joint nose electric guitar. <laughs> and right. some black jeans. The the fashion choice of Camden people. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. I've only just arrived. And every time She's I try me off already. Something funny to say, I think of something offensive to say. That's the problem you always have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's supposed to be think of something charming. Oh, hi, John Moore, who I've not met before. <laughs> Famous musician. Quite, quite. My my boyfriend is quite a fan of him. What can I say? Oh no, your clothes are shit and you're old. <laughs> can I tell you a slightly interesting yeah. fact about my jeans? Actually, it, well, it's not actually interesting at all. But I think this whole entire year. Mm. Apart from one gig that I did with the Priscilla's where I wore some tiger print trousers and apart from when it's been beach weather and I've worn shorts, I have worn Topshop uh, Moto black jeans every single day of the year. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Are you really endorsed by that company? No. To... no you probably should, should be. be. Uh, to be honest, I don't think you could be. Uh, so many people wear Moto Topshop black jeans. It's like... Yeah, but not every day. No one else has no, got a trademark exactly. mark of that. Yeah, maybe. I think you should throw them up. Hi, I'm I'm in all the bands. <laughs> yeah. Which bring which leads me on to how many bands you're in or have been in. Well, you describe yourself as the Bonham Carter of rock. Uh, actually, that's not me that describes oh, myself really? as that. Dick and Edwards describes me as that. Is that Dick and Edwards and Flan- Flaner Dandy? Oh, we're friends with him on Facebook. Yeah. I should know this. Um, and was was the um singer in Fosca? Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, that was what he decided that I was actually when I played with Fosca mm-hmm. on the second occasion, and it has been taken up by the viewers everywhere. That description. It's a very good description. Yeah. I think. You've been in Fosca, Linus, <laughs> Men Should Wear Mascara, Frantic Spiders, Salad, Gay Dad, Spy Fifty One, The New Royal Family. As well. Yeah, for a bit. Really? Yeah, yeah I joined. No, I played. I joined them as a kind of like session additional person when mm. they just recorded the second album and we did quite a bit of touring and then they decided okay being the actual band we started writing we wrote a brilliant third album right. and of course got dropped and never recorded it 
That should be the, now that's the start of your career getting dropped. The best <laughs> yeah. thing you can happen to you. Yeah. You play it all now. <laughs> yeah. Remember how it goes. And loads and loads of others. I can mention them all if you want me to. I think you no, should. No, don't I mention them, them all. A list. Okay. Be good. Yeah. Well, there's more. The New Royal Family, <laughs> the Deptford Beach Babes, Soup, Keith Top of the Pops, the Nuns, the Abba Stripes, the Priscillas, the Famous Cox. Um, um, yeah. And more. more. I'm and saying more. read more out just because then Topshop will go, wow, she really is in all the bands. Exactly. Give her free jeans. Exactly. Yes. Um, many people ask me on a daily basis, how many bands are you actually in, Charlie? Yeah. The honest answer is I don't know. No. But I can tell just you... Just say all of them. All of them, yeah. yeah. I can tell you I have performed with 13 different lineups mm. in 2013. Right. Don't do any more then. Because that'll spoil the, mm. the number matching. I'm hoping to squeeze an Angry Bees one out somehow <laughs> before the end of the year. We've just been discussing that on our journey down here, haven't we? Yeah. Top of the Pops. I miss the Angry Bees. They were great. Yeah. Ever see the Angry Bees? I don't think I've seen them. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just noise, basically. <laughs> but a uh, tuneful noise. Im- improvised kraut rock noise with a man wearing a crown ranting at the audience yeah while taking his clothes off actually oh it's nice to see men take their clothes off i was trying to think of a satirical thing to to say about oh sort of like the royal family oh but that doesn't work i was trying to you know something about a man in the crown ranting over crowd rock i'm sure there is like a first world war joke or something Mm. not feeling very quick today but you can think of it and edit it in yeah, right I could on. do, but that's a lot of work. I haven't really, <laughs> this is the problem we've got with the podcast, is that I thought I just wouldn't do any work at all. Because yeah. I don't think I've gone on about this. We, when we did the one with um, John Seagrave, my uh-huh. friend with the moustache, and that was quite good, but it was quite long and quite sort of intense. And some, some, I think one of his people like went onto our website and left a comment going, oh, you really ought to edit your stuff before you put it out. <laughs> like, this isn't my stuff. This is something I do for a joke. I spent ages editing my stuff. This is just the podcast, which I don't have to edit, but that's the rule. So, so I don't do anything that um, involves me having to do any work is, later. Is yeah. this basically a kraut rock improv podcast? It's basically that. Yeah. If there could be more noise, I could start ranting in my crowd. Just shout out key change every now and then, so that we don't end up playing everything in E. Mm. Well, I'm going to be playing it in A. In A. Yeah. Okay, good. A is a good one. Well, let's uh, play it in D at the same time, and then let's see what happens. And Keith Top of the Pops. Yay! Um, <laughs> and his, who is from the band Keith Top of the Pops and his minor UK indie celebrity all star backing band. Well done. Did you um, use the hyphen in all star? I did. Okay, good. You got it right then. I'm annoyed that other people get it right now. It's for a long time, I think. Oh, it's still hardly anybody gets it right. I get it right. Which yeah. is made up of many, many, many people from bands, yeah. including. Don't read out the bands, I really. <laughs> Just read out. Fuck those guys. Like, yeah. Including Charlie Stone from all the bands. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's well, obviously. Not, there's Ch- Charlie Stone's in That counts. Yeah, that, that, we're in it sometimes. And lots of other people. Say some yeah. of them, come on. The viewers need some information. Don't say any of the ones who've like been famous or like you know, on Justin P or Top Pops. Because everyone always, oh, to be honest, one of the things that annoys me most in the world is when people list the famous band name, like band names of people who are in your band. I won't don't get remember. down to us. That really gets on my nerves. Well, you know, they're all A-list. They're all yeah. A-list in my heart. Well, yeah, but I think they should get... To be, they're not all A-list, are and, they? And it was also... The if A-list you're leaving, is quite short. If you're I think leaving they, the judgement down to me, they might just be really upset that I don't think they're A-list because I've forgotten that they are. <laughs> I might that not does remember. happen. You know, yeah. so I don't want to do that. 
But you know, I'm sick of reading Keith Tonsworth's made up of members of Carter and, and Luke Haynes and not anyone else. Rubbish. They don't even bother turning up to the gigs, those lot. Apart from Les. Yeah. Which is half of the bands I said. But yeah, it's, <laughs> but that's 50% of those people are cunts. <laughs> So we see I've just gone slagging off Luke Haynes there, but I don't know. See, what, what is wrong with I us? I just always do that. I was listening to Dash Capital like the other day. It's like my favourite album. Yeah. Um, and my and my favourite one of his is the Blood of Mindhoff one. I love that. Yeah, album. I can't publicly discuss him without just slagging him off for no reason at all. Yeah. It's awful. I get that a lot. People coming up. They go, oh, is Luke Haynes in your band? And you go, yeah, he is. It's like, oh, that must be great. What does he do? It's like, well, he just fucks about on a wild guitar and that's it. Like, and they look yeah. a bit disappointed. <laughs> and then they walk away. That's what they should do to that information is just be impressed. Yeah. That that's clearly what you would want him to do in your band. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Should we have some music? No. Okay. We're going to do some more, more chat. About stuff. Okay. I want to ask Keith about why all the other bands are shit. Because <laughs> he gave an interview recently in the magazine. I did. All the other bands are shit. No, not shit. No, just doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. And, uh, uh, I, I agree. And most of them are shit. Most of them. Yeah. Because there's like there's two ways of looking music that most bands do mm. and one is that music is a competition mm-hmm. and one is that music isn't a competition and both of those are wrong because the wrong way to do it because music is a competition yeah but i've already won <laughs> so it's fine whatever they do it doesn't really matter no. you know well, and they get get into things like our oh, running orders of gigs it's like oh we're not going on after you or <coughs> we're not going on before you it's like it doesn't really matter mate. i'm still gonna win we still already won. It's fine. We can blow them away after you. We can blow them away before you. I hate the running order stuff. I hate that. Yeah, it's the worst thing ever. Because there are there are reasons why it becomes difficult, and and I'm always the one who has to deal with it, and I hate doing that. Well, the problem with that is that is the problem is when someone else cares, mm. and then forces you to care. Well, just don't. Yeah, but you can't just not care. Yeah. If someone if someone else really cares, then it's like, well, I kind of want to win the battle because you care. And that ma- that doesn't matter to me the place on the bill. It does matter to me that you lose. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. But again, as far as I'm concerned, they've already lost. Yeah. Yeah, so. but you see, I, but we're not in the position of having already won. That's so. true. Yeah. Although you are in my band, so you can count it. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Does, oh, just just being in your band means you won. Yeah. You don't actually have to be you. <clears throat> no. <laughs> you know, it's just me and anything connected to me. Have you ever told anyone you can't be in my band? Uh, yeah. Excellent. Can you say that? I can't remember who. It was the singer of a band at the Dublin Castle mm. uh, who was terrible. I, oh, I can't remember what they were called. They went on to like get a lot of press and stuff and then split up because they were rubbish. Yeah, good. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, he said that was great. You know, can anyone be in your band? And I said, yeah. He said, oh, can I be in it? No. but I think that is the only person yeah but maybe the other people you'd say no to haven't asked yeah because they know deep down yeah exactly you have sacked someone from their position in the band on stage before on one occasion yeah but they went on they just moved to a different instrument yeah Yeah. actually it was just a reshuffle wasn't it yeah Yeah. what did they do wrong Uh, it was uh, Nicky Biscuit playing the drums not uh, playing the drums. Yeah, he couldn't really play the drums. No. Well, he can play the drums very well in one particular, very slow style. Right. Which doesn't really work. Right, so, he needs some fast drums. Yeah, so I moved Ian, who was a very good guitarist, uh, onto the drums. Yeah. 
and let Nicky Biscuit play a 12 string double net thing which worked out very well Oh, I thought so. Yeah. Has Julius played the drums in your band? That's yeah. true. I've been all right, I think. I've been all right. I'm no, yeah. by no means a professional at all. You do, but get, I can you do, keep get, you do get sacked if a drummer arrives. Yeah, but that's how it should be. I'd sooner not yeah. play the drums. I like drumming, I like just drumming. so you know. Mm. Listen, viewers, and note, I like drumming. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, can, you should drum. Yeah. Get into that. It's yeah. good. There's a lot of demand. For I have drummers. done. I've done one drumming performance in recent years, and it was it was quite good. Oh. At, at uh, Beach House. <laughs> no, no, oh, it was in your royal family. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. At the yeah. comedy club downstairs. Thing. Yeah, but it wasn't a comedy performance. I must stress. No. It was actual. Um, no. Although the actual comedians weren't very good either. Wasn't that one that was actually no? It racist. wasn't that good. Sorry about this. It's audience, general public. We're actually mixing up our gigs here, yeah. but it's fine. I played the drums. It was good. Yeah. So who was available? Racist? Comedian, but that's a different gig. Yeah. A different gig. Yeah. yeah. Comedian. Yeah. What did he say? The racist. Can't remember. Just racism. <laughs> I like that when you see a comedian who's just properly racist and that hasn't heard. Yeah. <laughs> He seemed very confused about people calling him racist. Yeah, even well that's it, they always up. Stuart used to do a thing in Slough and there was a bloke who used to go there like every week or month or whatever it was and he just used to turn up and all of his stuff was just racist but like sort of proper 80s sort of like oh yeah in your little corner shops all that race, but like stuff that really no one even thinks anymore. Yeah. Sort of went back when like you know, all people from the subcontinent were one homogenous racial minority rather than being divided by a uh, September the 11th and subsequent events into like different racisms because like now you've got you've got people are racist about Muslims and they're racist about but back then it was all just one group mm. and he's not going to say the stuff. word no, we're no, not no, no, no not okay. obviously <laughs> that'd be terrible but like there's but when you see a comedian he's like racist in the way they were in the 80s where he doesn't even differentiate between the different racisms that you get now so he's missing out on this buffet of racism that has <laughs> evolved and, and yet he's there just wasting his time and it's terrible well, he's probably being you know post-ironic or something no he wasn't he was just he just he just, just I think racist. He, yeah, maybe he was the doctor. He just, he just been travelling. Because imagine the doctor, he fits in very well in all these very racist societies. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe just occasionally will say something called, like the deaf. The deaf. Yeah. You what? You don't like the deaf? No, I like the deaf. Fine, but sign language. It's got quite. It like takes ages for sign language to catch up with political correctness. Yeah. Like the, like the, the sign for gay used to be kind of the the limp wrist thing. Yeah. And they had to change it, but they didn't change it when you when you think they would have changed it, like when sort of Jimmy Sumner would say stop that. They sort of waited ages and then changed it because I think that the deaf because the sign language lags behind political correctness, mm. and it's weird. That's a contentious statement in itself. Well, no, it's, I know it's true because we did that sh- show with the um, Attitude Is Everything people, and they did like all of our lyrics signed on stage as we were singing them, right? And we got to the bit in Savages where we say Greeks. And the sign for Greeks was clearly a racial slur. I think it was just someone doing an impression of a Greek. Like, I'm a Greek. Like, and like, obviously, they'll get to that one eventually. Mm. But, but at the moment, at the moment, the sign for Greek is clearly just racism. So. Yes. Yeah. Sign language is hilarious. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no, it's not hilarious. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. But you know, it's not, I'm slanging off. I, I, I don't know who came up with sign language or who is in charge of regulating its racism. And but whoever they are, they're lagging behind Western Europe. In not the de- it's not that the deaf are lagging behind. It's that the, yeah. the language that they've been that's been foisted upon them by racists is uh, is a problem. 
That's what I'm trying to say. Good. Yeah. Good point. We've did, this is like the, the 12th podcast we've done. Mm. Uh, we haven't really got in trouble for it yet, and I want to push that envelope. Uh, yeah. So anything you want to say that might be contentious. No, I like the death. Really? I like yeah. the death. My first gig was at the death school in Exeter. Really? Mm. How's that? It's really good, actually. Actually, no, it was rubbish. But, um, <laughs> but they didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> see, there we are. That was the joke that, that was too far, wasn't it? Yeah, you see, the thing is, it doesn't matter if I say it, because everyone expects it from me. That's how Bernard Manning used to get away with it. Yeah, but, you know, they can just get me off oh, it. Hitler, you can't say like, that. It doesn't them, touch they? me anymore. Oh, no, they all expect us from me. I'm Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> what do you the thing, because the deaf can appreciate a lot, because obviously when people say deaf, it doesn't mean you can't hear anything. Can't it means it's a spectrum. There's bass and stuff and yeah. so on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, Plus, uh, you know, lyrics as like well. legally blind. Yeah. Which isn't blind. Yeah. And mm. people go, oh, you know, I'm raising money, climbed a mountain, and I'm mm. legally blind. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, that's impressive. Like, legally blind. <laughs> so you can see. And like, yeah, it's like, uh, I want my money back. It's not very good. Good. What do you think about the blind, Charlie? Happy with them as a, <laughs> as a subspecies. Of, I'm not, not, not saying subspecies as in lesser species, mm. I'm just saying uh, lesser in size compared to the whole species. I'm, I'm what about quite... people with learning difficulties? How do you feel about them? You... I think we should stop this right now. No, I just think we should try and say, I want to get in trouble. Because to be honest, it hasn't really taken off the podcast. I thought, I thought mm. we started it off and it was like, you know, we'll get people. And then, but then always when it's like someone else, I was kind of a bit embarrassed about like getting there, like so I push it very hard. And I, I just think what we need to do is we want to be broadly hated and have some kind of campaign on Twitter against us. And then, then loads of people would listen to it and I could sell advertising to Stitcher and to um, Audible like they do. Because that's what all the podcasts do. They you just you pick an op, pick minority, slag them off, and then. Well, we know off. the number one one we could do for that, but we would also probably be killed. So we better. Not. No, don't push it too far. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> Okay, it's not going to work. No. Well, you should play the Hitlers. Yeah, but they, they don't exist, which is the problem. That's what they did. No, but this is the thing, because like Freddie from the Hitlers, right? Yeah. he's not actually in a band called the Hitlers. He just said he was going to form that band, and now I refer to him as Freddie oh, from no, the Hitlers. I know he hasn't done it. Well, that's the thing, it's very disappointing. Because hmm. he's, he's Freddie from the he's Freddie from the Booze Bombers, right? Yeah. But he said he was forming a band called the Hitlers, who were just going to He's got do... another band now, though. I don't called... care, I don't care, it's not the Hitlers, so it's not interesting. Mm, okay. Like, and he... He said he was going to form a band called the Hitlers, who were going to tour Germany, just doing like, like Hitler's speeches set to comedy music, which just to annoy Germans, right? But he is German, but like just to annoy other Germans, that was his job. And since then, he has not formed that band. And even though I only ever refer to him as very friendly yeah. Hitlers, so what you're saying is, the name the Hitlers is available. Is, is up for grabs, yeah. <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah. yeah. Could form that band right now. Yeah. yeah. Do loads of songs about how you know the deaf and the blind are the worst. <laughs> uh, no, they're not the worst, though, Simon. I know they're not the worst. I I'm just, just said that. I'm deliberately amusing. trying to cause a problem. Yeah. I should stop doing that, shouldn't I? Probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like, I feel like there's resistance. I'm not really. I'm trying to go in a direction. Yeah, but I don't not like them as much as you. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, I need to try harder. When did you first play guitar? Well, well, Julia, mm. let me tell you the story of my life. Okay. Um, as a child, a teenager, <laughs> um, I've always played the violin. And then I... No, hang on, this is the wrong <laughs> start to the story. I started playing the guitar <laughs> when I was 15. 
but it was a Spanish guitar that I bought from a girl at Girl Guides for £15. And then I moved on to an Axe, which was a very badly made guitar, which came with a bag and a practice amp and a tape and a book and a plectrum and all sorts of stuff, but it was really hard to play. And um, it took me about six months to be able to hold down a chord on it, even though I'd already learnt the chord, just because it was very difficult. But that's how determined I was mm -hmm. to become the bottom carter of rock. That's a great story. Well, actually, it could have been better, but sorry, yeah. I wasn't prepared. But how did you get into playing the piano? Um, I had a piano <laughs> given to me by mm. my grandparents. Sounds good a story. I started playing it when I was six. It's not a good. It's not a very good story. It's a very posh story as well, which is. Yeah. Did you want to be in the kids from Fame when you were growing up? No, I did. No. I wanted to be. I wanted to be like a famous classical pianist. I just wanted to be in musicals. Really, really wanted to be in musicals. Ever since I went to see Starlight Express when I was seven, my first trip to London. You know they've spoiled Starlight Express. How? You know how it's great. It's not anymore. They've taken out all the good songs. And like they've re redone it. There weren't really any good songs in it. They are. It there's just like, the skating um, round the track was brilliant. No, there's the one that, um, because like CB isn't really in it anymore. He's like the evil caboose. Yeah. Um, it, but his song that he sings to the girl, where he's like, but secretly he's evil. I can't remember. This is on your own. You think you're on your own. Oh, that you one. Yeah. He's not in it anymore. What? That one was good. You're yeah, right. it's like the best song in the one. show. But they took it out because they took out the character. And I think my, my favourite song in it, which is um, the one that the electric train sings when he loses at the end. Um, oh, come back this is oh, the yeah. last Oh, yeah. Yes, the right. really dramatic one. I think that's one. gone as well. Like, I think it's, it's all just like the shit ones, and then you know, they've just changed it all to, to, to be you know, in tune with like kids, and they've ruined it. But do you know, when I went and saw that, I came out and I was just completely like, oh, wow, wow, that's the best thing ever. And I came out and, and said to my dad, Imagine, imagine if you did that every day, like thinking that would be the best job ever. Mm. And he just went and he said, "Yeah, it'd be hard work, wouldn't it?" And I just thought, my parents don't understand me. That was the <laughs> first moment when I realised my parents didn't understand me. That's really tragic. Yeah. But what do you think now? Because it probably is really hard work. I think Cats is just too hard. I know. I would love to. I, I auditioned to be in a musical. Which one? Actually, oh no, not a musical. It was just a play, actually. But it, mm. I would have been playing basically. But you, you would have sung was, it anyway. Fuck do you know? There, no, do you know there was that um. That product, all-female production of um, was it Julius Caesar? I can't remember at the Donmar recently. Oh, right. yeah. And they had a it was set in a prison, and they had a band in it. So I'd auditioned for it, and it would have been really. It was like a really a few friends of mine sort of had the thing. Were like, no, I'm not going to do it. It's not very well paid, and it's really a lot of work. But I was just like, that would be amazing. Yeah. I went along, and I I kind of. I was pretty awesome, actually. I went along and played the guitar, and they were blown away by my guitar playing. Mm. And then, but then, I also tried out for a speaking part, and I completely screwed it up. And I thought, that's it, they don't like me now. And then I got the call saying, we loved your guitar playing. I went, brilliant, yeah, cool. And went, but we can't work out how to fit you in with the dynamic of the band. So it's no this time. And I went, OK, fine. And that's the end of that story. Aww. But there you go, you see. Still still got the desire at this late stage in life. It's the roller skating that would put me off. Yeah, oh God, I'm not doing that. 
Really? Even if asked, you wouldn't sort of say, like, all right, I'll, you've got I, six months to roller skating. I do not do anything that might involve we'll falling. Or putting the good songs again. I'm yeah. terrified of falling. Because mm. cats is supposed to be hard. Like, cats is supposed to be the most hard work to be in, apparently, I've heard. I've heard. Because it's all like pretending to be a cat and they're quite athletic. You have to kind of run around and do all kinds Pounce. of... Pounce. We kind of have to, like, sing, but in between singing, you have to, like, do loads of... Just lots of jumping about like a cat. It's it's, it's all... It's all um, What's the word? What's that sport where you bend yourself and stuff? Gymnastics. Aerobics. No, not aerobics. Gymnastics, yeah. It's Sex. all very gymnastic <laughs> <laughs> A gymnastic-y but, type one as big cats. But do you know what yeah. musical I really want to be in, for real? Mm. For real? No. Um, 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 David Koresh, Superstar. Seriously, you I really want... You could definitely have been in that one. <laughs> That's that I really want to be in that. I want to be on the stage in the West End, being in that It would make a great musical. West End show. You can be in my new one. Yeah, yeah please. please. I've written almost all of in the last... Right apart for Charlie. I like doing show tunes. I've I've stopped floors in Greece doing show tunes. It's quite similar to karaoke. Serious. Yeah, it's sort of set in nineteen sixty. It's got it's quite yeah, it's good. Hold this one. Yeah. Good. So been well I I don't know, I'm like I can't just, I'm, in, I'm at that stage of it where I've written loads of it and I really want to do nothing but talk about it but I'm fairly sure talking about it extensively will be incredibly destructive and prevent me from finishing it yeah so let's not talk about it mm, but I really want to no alright it's, re- it's really good though it might have Charlie Stone in it yeah brilliant be Janie Blue well technically you were going to be Janie Blue because yeah. I don't think you can be the lead because she's a bit innocent and young yeah look just remember I'm a mezzo-soprano not a soprano mm. I will remember that. Mm. I don't really I think know if I was going to be in I can't do the really high notes. Uh, I, I've, got a, I've got a similar range, but it basically doesn't go that high. It's a, sh- a truncated... So you know that um, Italian chain restaurant, Mezzo? Why is it called that? Uh, is it because the know. prices are all right, not too high? I don't know what... what <laughs> are they meatballs? I don't know. Mezzo. Is that right? Mezzo, that's just... Oh, yeah. but, but sorry, can so I just does Mezzo add... Soprano mean meatball soprano in Italian? I think so. <laughs> She's got a hand up, Charlie. Yeah. She's got a hand Can up. I just add, it's not just that I can't do lots of high notes, because that is true. It is like I'm demonstrating for the viewers. I've got my hand showing the length of notes, hmm. and the sopranos do loads of the notes from about there to there, if everyone can see that at home. But yeah. I've, I can't do that big chop, top chunk there, but I can do... There's a smaller section down below that I can do. So my range is smaller than a soprano's, mm-hmm. but it is I can do some of the lower ones a bit better. As, I've, as long as everyone's clear on that. Yeah, I, I, that's gone in. I, with, if with, I could with your act metaphors and everything. well, which I can't at all. I'm not very good at mm. acting. Um, appalling at it, in fact. Uh, I'd probably want to be Mary Poppins in Mary Poppins. Mm. I think that would be a good role to play. I reckon. You'd be in a musical. Who would you be in a musical? (laughs) You'd be a good Um, Mary Poppins, actually. I can see that. I would be stern but loving. I often find that when you have two conversations at the same time Mm. on the podcast, that especially works. That's good if you pan it stereo and people can uh, (coughs) pull out out their headphones and choose which one they want. It's a spiritualised album where you get to pick the mix by left and right. Mm. Is there any reason to that? You produce album stuff. Is there any justification for producing two different mixes of an album, panning one left and one right? Uh, no. Could that help in any way? No. So Jason no. Pierce, a little bit less heroin, 
a bit more thinking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what is if you were in a musical, Keith? What would you be your ideal part? Uh, uh, Judas. Judas. Yeah. Oh God, that's the best part anyway. It's yeah, a pretty it's a great part. part. You have to be. You have to do a lot of vocal gymnastics though in that mm. part. But I kind of feel like you could get away with not really getting them right, and people <laughs> wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Oh, Jesus. And I think if you just make it up. Yeah. Plus you just more, like, get to tell people you were Judas, which is good. Yeah. More people should be like Judas. Yeah. Because I think you'd be. I would if I was casting you, Mitchell. I think I would put you as the. Uh, Scientist voiceover man in um, Rocky Horror Rocky Horror Show. Uh huh. I think that'd be really good. I've never seen the Rocky Horror Picture. You just you basically you just sit it's off stage good. in a wheelchair yeah. and then occasionally it's you sort of like say everyone else is a bit rubbish I in, a, in a German accent. Mm. Uh, I think it'd be a good job. It's just a jump to the left. It's much the same as the part you play in many of our Indelicates videos, where it just occasionally cuts to you shaking your head. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> just. Oh, it's good. You were in our band for ages. I was. Yeah, well, I think technically I consider you still in my band. I did over 30 gigs with you, and there was not a single photograph of me in your band. Really? That's not true. Yeah. There is. We just, oh, they're just, no, I've got them. Oh, and they're, yeah. they're, they'll be on my Facebook, they just might not be tagged correctly, but they're definitely there. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, there is definitely pictures. I've ruined the myth. I think, yeah. um, well... You delete them all, it's the only yeah. thing. Yeah, probably. Well, people used to be very happy uh, with my guitar playing in your band. It was good. They would come up and they'd say, ah... Oh, there was bits where you clearly didn't know what you were doing, <laughs> uh, and then you would rock out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That, was, that was that was a horrendous, horrific tour, but it was quite a lot of fun in hindsight. Through the snow. Yeah, it was very snowy. Yeah, that's like quite that. alarming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you did right off the van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because very, had... sorry about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> not your fault, is it? It's Pink Floyd's fault. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Pink yeah. Floyd's. We were listening to Pink Floyd at the time. We were listening to lots of concept albums. We decided to listen to all of the concept albums yes. yeah. in a, in order, one mm. up to the other, and then you know we got through quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the we worlds. got through the good ones like yeah. Pardon My Love, War of the Worlds, and then we sort of were getting down to the mid tier ones, and then we got down to Pink Floyd, the worst concept albums. And uh, I got so annoyed with the wall that I had to crash the van. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which worked. Yeah, it did. It did <laughs> turn it off. That, that was yeah. good. That was the end of that. We crashed very slowly, though. Yeah, so yeah. it was good. Slow motion. Miles an hour, I think, maybe. Less Not than even that. that. Not even that. Maybe six well, I know I had time during the crash to turn around and go, oh, yeah, just, for you know, just so you know, everyone, we're about to crash. Was that the crash that you told me about where people were going, oh, what's happening? And you said, well, you see that, yeah, we're going to crash into it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the fun. Belgians' fault as a, as a race. They didn't grit their roads, their motorways, because they are... Ridiculous. The Germans very efficiently gritted all their motorways and then you yeah. get to Belgium. And no, you got to Holland bothered. and Holland hadn't done it really and then Belgium hadn't done anything at all. Yeah. Just, there comes a point where you just yeah. can't, you just have to just go with the crash. I think we should have a song. In slow motion. Yeah, alright. Yeah, who wants to go first? What do you want to play together? Uh-huh. We're playing together actually, I yeah. think. You're going to be doing solos, right? Yes, as the lead guitarist I think I ought to. Uh, I got loads. So I'm prepared. Uh, so you never know how uh, this starts, do you? No. You can introduce it with a little footnote and stuff if you want. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it. It's a what is it? It's a song that I ripped off from Buffalo Springfield. Awesome. 
uh, hot dusty roads. Good. But it's, I've changed it. It's not about hot dusty roads anymore. It's about having sex in hotel rooms. Sir. Yeah. Shall I come in at the solo? Uh. Yeah. Why not? Yes. Well, you can join in on the. Uh, bits. Those that I play a solo on those bits. But viewers, it's okay. We're just having a discussion about arrangements. Yeah. But it's fine. Well, I mean, you're the lead guitarist. You can do what you like. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. Excellent. Right, uh, what, so I just start doing it? Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, need sort to... Of sing at that. Yeah, just trying to remember the first line. If... Oh, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> Yeah. You just thought you, I Good. thought that if that's a joke, right? I'm gonna fucking ruin that because it feel, makes me feel a little bit excluded because I don't get it. Yeah. So I'm gonna steamroller in there and spoil that joke for you. Also, it's not Bug a joke. Off. <laughs> he is from the Catholics. Yeah, right, black from the Catholics. So it's not a joke. It's just a different fact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's, this isn't, you know, providing further information for people at home who perhaps. I, just, I quite like how this podcast has mainly been just listing bands. Yeah. <laughs> what are some other bands? Paul uh, Hardcastle. That's a small True. person. Number 19. Yeah. That one. It's quite good. Yeah. Good. Um, what's the name yeah. of that band the other day that Arbury gig? Um, which gig? The, the one that we did. The Indelicates. They're a good band. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, a bit pretentious. Uh, Blast Unit Moscow. Yeah, yeah, because Blast Unit Moscow. I was really surprised because I assumed that Blast Unit Moscow was just some terrible London band called Blast Unit Moscow, the way that they are. 
and it turned out they were actually a blast unit from Moscow. Yeah. And uh, dedicated one of their songs to freedom, and it was like really touching and good. It's like the yeah. Scorpions. That's brilliant. Yeah, like yeah. Russian Scorpions. Yeah. I just assumed they were like forward Russia or something. Yeah. And I would hate them. And then I They're didn't. quite good. Although you couldn't, you couldn't tell them to stop eating all the sandwiches. No. And drinking all of the uh, beer because they only spoke Russian. Yeah. Or pretended to. Conveniently. Seems to mainly write songs in English and do stage banter in English. It seems yeah. to be only in the dressing room because they only speak Russian. Yeah, but that's just uh, affectation, isn't it? You can just learn the English. Well, phonetically. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, could have been that. Mm. It was good. He had a thing where he was like, when he, when he thanked the audience, he was like, thank you! He like punched the air in a kind of like, it was, it was just really grateful. It was good to see. That's good. That was a good gig. Yeah. He'd come a long way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm here. Well, we, had, we got asked by someone like on a blog in Germany like to list our five gigs of the year, and like, we've only been to gigs that we played. So it's like you know, you, Artbury, us, and Blast Unit Moscow. That's <laughs> the only uh, because I haven't seen any other bands because like, I hate university. Yeah, there was that weird uh, band covered in cogs. Um, who have we played? The Neural Family. Yeah, we played with them. Yeah, no, they're on my top five as well. Okay, so New Royal Family. That means we don't have to include us. So New Royal Family, that was this year. Was that this year? Yeah, yeah, earlier okay. this year. Heartbreak, New Royal Family, Keith Toffer Fox, and it's my new kid. Mm-hmm. Start back around. Uh, uh, last June in Moscow. Yeah, and Pog, that, that, we can put that on that blog. Mm. And then it was like f- five albums of the year. <laughs> it was like, yeah. uh, there have not been any apart from mine and Keith. Mm. <laughs> That's really the only albums I liked. That's fair uh, enough. I, I really. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of um, Exotica collections from the sixties, uh-huh. but you can't really put those because I think you're a bit. That's the problem because what they want is they want you to be nice and list people that you like of the year. But uh, I, uh, there comes a point where you stop listening to it because it's kind of it's either disappointing or you can't really be bothered. You kind of think, well, I'm I'm listening to people talking about stuff on podcasts and things. Is that help? But they don't want you to put that. They want you to put a music. You know, they want you to put a music. Yeah. <laughs> put down a music. Yeah, I, I do kind of think that if I liked any contemporary indie music, I wouldn't make any because it would be fine. It already exists. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. have to make the contemporary indie music that I think is missing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. If people would just uh, make better albums, then you'd probably like more of them. Exactly. I'm having a bit of a hard time with the advert, the um, Christmas advert music this year. It's like they all seem to be having a battle to come up with the most heartwarming Christmas ad. And it's all... It's all singing on the train, you and me. That's the worst part, because don't fucking sing on the train. Oh, God, but it's so irritating, and they had it in the cinema the other day as well, and it's like, I have to sit here, I can't mute the fucking scream. And then they had that one, uh, oh, God, what is it, that girl singing, oh... Give me your hand and That's I'll... That's the ah! yeah. Oh, God. No, no, but the thing is, this is, this is what happened on the internet the other day, right? I went on Facebook, and it was like a sponsored post in big thing. And it was like, AXA Insurance would like to encourage you to buy the song from their advert on iTunes yeah, now. Yeah, and I just thought, it's the end of the world. That's how they do it now. They, they That's go on music the now. That is now the, the Twinings the music. advert. That was on an advert before it was released, and then it was released. That's and then it was on Hot. And but that's how music works. Music. That's how, how the music industry one? works. Insurance companies telling you to buy their dreadful Brighton folk shit on iTunes, and that's all. That's all it's going to be now forever. Speaking of Christmas tunes, however, mm. um, recently I went to Dean Street Studios to put some lead guitar down on some um, Christmas hits, new Christmas hits um, by Keith Top of the Pops and his minor UK indie celebrity all-star backing band. Awesome. Um, some of which may sound familiar. 
but I think you'll find that we've recorded the definitive versions of mm. them. That's true. We yeah. have improved them all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in the case of Mr. Tomwine, saved it and made it not terrible. Good. But yeah. Mr. Tomwine doesn't need saving, it's already amazing. Yeah, but now it's half the length and has three extra guitar solos. <laughs> Fair enough. Did you do Save His Day as well? Uh, no. Is that the clap the hands, Paul? On the Saviour's Day. This is even better than Mr. Tomwine in many ways. I see. Well, next year I can do the Millennium Prayer one. I do love the Millennium Prayer. That is one of the great. <laughs> because the Millennium Prayer. I like the idea that someone said explained mashups to Cliff Richard and he was like, well, you know what? This has clearly been a, a misapplied technology. I know how to use that for the greater glory of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. He's all right, Cliff Richard. I love Cliff Richard. Yeah. Especially Carrie. Which one's that? Uh, Carrie doesn't do Oh, uh, yeah. Anymore. And Wired for Sound. Wired for Sound is an amazing yeah. song. I did a version of that on my Charlie's Classic Covers. Oh, did Fantastic. you? Yes. Can people buy that? Sound well, do you know... My colleague has recently asked where are these um, classic covers. I think I might have to put them on the internet. Put them on the SoundCloud. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I would like to hear a word for sound. Hmm. A lot. It's also very good on roller skates in that video, Cliff Richard. Yeah. He's he could have been in um, Starlight Express. Yeah, he yeah. Is, he actually, is it actually Imagine. him? Because there is, there's, yeah. there's a video of mine where I'm quite good at tap dancing. And, uh, no, you can see his face and everything. Huh? Well done, Cliff. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's always been down with the kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, you know, if, if your youth club is going to be shut down by a bastard, yeah. he's who I'd want in my corner. Definitely. <clears throat> now, I don't, I don't tend to write songs because I write guitar. I'm a guitarist. Yes. And a performer. However, yeah. um, a few years ago, one of my friends gave me a load of CDs. One of which was Daniel Johnston. Johnson, whatever, yeah, and Fear Yourself, and I opened it up and there was no CD inside, so I decided, as an exercise, I would write the songs that should have been on that CD according to the titles, and I didn't really know much about Daniel Johnston, apart from that he's, they're quite naive songs and they're quite spontaneous, Mm. and usually about unrequited love. So that was what I did. I went track by track, and it was the, the deal was the first thing that came into my head was the start of the song, and I had to continue. And actually, a couple of them I really liked at the end of it. Actually, yeah. I, I like all of them listening to them, but most of them I wouldn't play again, you know. Have you heard the real songs? <clears throat> no, still haven't heard them. Never would. I kind of don't, know because no. I've, I've done the album now. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I would be. rather hear yeah. your version than his. So this one was a song, the title that I was given was Syrup of Tears. And I'm probably going to go all wrong, because I'm very shy now. Very Don't be shy. shy. Okay. I'll just See? 
into a syrup because there's no sugar content because I mean, normally it's, you need a small amount well, of sugar you know, in order to reduce down to a syrup it doesn't work it's art it's art isn't it mm, yeah it's failed art because it wouldn't uh, you can't make a syrup out of tears your pardon no, no, no. i've just given you my all and apparently that was failed art no, no your art is successful because you have appropriated the title in yeah. a way to have, to have improved it but i'm just saying daniel johnston wrong you can't make a syrup out of tears why would you want to I mean, I can. Yeah, I suppose you might want to you want some revenge. I think you're being a little bit literalist for my. T- for no, my I, just, I, mean, I, just, I think you, these bands and lyricists they get away with shit. They're like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, it's political. What? Is it, okay, it's political. If you, if someone, you see bands now and they go, oh no, they're good, they're political that band. But if you saw a man who was on Question Time or Newsnight and said, oh yeah, this is uh, Dave, right? He's political, and then you just left it and that and went, well done, Dave. Then political is the start of the conversation. At which point you then say, "Well, what is it you think?" But bands, if they are political, everyone says, "Oh, well, I assume I know what you think already." Congratulations, well done. I'll check out your album. What's this got to do with syrup? Well, you know, because hey, people have just gone with him. They've gone, "Oh, well, it's a syrup of tears." It's like he's, he's a, it's a metaphor or something. They've not bothered to think. Can you make a syrup out of tears? Because a metaphor's got to make internal sense. It's got to be internally consistent. It's otherwise, true. it's bad writing. Exactly, and things will not touch you effectively. Properly. And I think that is the tension that you've managed to tease out in your well, interpretation you know, of the title. Well, I, I like to think so as well, frankly. Yeah. You know? If I was reviewing it, that's what I'd say. <laughs> I'd say she's teased out the tension that was implicit in the title. Well, that's all very well, but I have to say, I wasn't performance level drunk for that performance. Mm. And um, I don't really know what to say now. How do we fix that? <laughs> I think you're misunderstanding on purpose what I said about the failed yeah. art. Yeah. I was complaining <laughs> about Daniel Johnston being a failure as an artist, not you. Mm. Mm. You've <laughs> no, not convinced as well. No. I was, I was going to say I was very impressed with your use of the word whom. Mm. You yeah. used that correctly. Well, I yeah. bet Daniel Johnston would not have done that. He'd have just said who. I'm an intelligent. <laughs> intelligent person what can i say you can say that daniel johnson isn't one that's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what you can say yeah. i'm relentlessly negative it's why we don't really have any friends <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah it is true still i have friends the kind of friends you can make by being positive i don't know if i want them yeah but yeah not to worry no got enough 
Yeah, exactly. It's all got, um, you know, there's uh, and um, you know, and, and yeah, probably haven't got enough. Yeah, well, you know, you got enough to uh, uh, do this. Just about, this just about. We're yeah. running short. Though. Although saying that, you know, you have missed out because you stopped recording uh, a while ago. Yeah. And missed out some pretty hilarious stuff. It was really good. Uh, that that stuff I was saying. saying. Yeah. And uh, you're never going to get that back because mm. I refuse to repeat stuff. It was the sparkle. It's gone. It has all gone. Mm-hmm. It's just mm. boredom and. Yeah. Oh God. And guitar playing because even the song I did, mm. it's quite uh, weird. I'm very used to, when my band plays yeah. because of how it is we sort of play in all of the keys at the same time yeah. which means I don't really have to pick one mm. uh, when I'm singing and then if I do it's, uh, it's confusing <laughs> but, uh, but I still think it was alright yeah. I thought it was really good yeah. I had clarinet in it and yeah. lead guitar are you, are you two going to do a song for the viewers I think we will do one yes yeah. we are supposed to yeah. as part of the format because yeah. oh. also my guitar playing because uh, this is a technical mm. uh, yeah, is uh, in the way that I play guitar yeah. and why I can never teach anyone to play guitar is I simplify everything mm. uh, extremely so it's like <laughs> most chords that I play I only hold down two strings power chord right. but, but on different things it's like mm-hmm. five apart like yeah, if, right. I, if I was making a G, I hold down the top string and the bottom string. Good. At the third fret, right. and always hit all six strings. No, I do that with the top string, with the, the G because when I was learning guitar, I was learning from looking at the diagrams in my dad's complete book of the Who, mm. right? And in those diagrams, it's got like the diagram for G is like the the, the bottom string, bottom E, and then an X on the A. Yeah. And so I learned to do it by putting my thumb over the top and like sort of muting the A. And holding down the, I've always done G like that, I and mean, I can do the proper yeah. G, but I, 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 I just get annoyed to. with those X's because mm. they're like, Oh, you got to mute them. It's like, No, I don't want to. Paid for that string, you use it. <laughs> so that was part of the new regular slot of guitar tips. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think to be honest, should, I, to be honest I'm not sure other people who come are going to be qualified to do guitar tips, so I think you should just get all the guitar tips. Have you got any more guitar tips you can share with the viewers? Yes, don't ever learn the guitar with a teacher. Just make it up. That is a good tip. Yeah. Is that, did, did you have a teacher? No. Did you have a teacher, Julia? A little guitar? bit. Yeah, little and bit. who plays guitar? All three of us, not you. So, yeah. so that's yeah. a completely true tip? Yeah. yeah. I had a piano teacher for a while. But I had a piano teacher. Yeah. Don't really play the piano. Mm. Simon had a hilarious piano teacher. Oh, I've got another tip. This is very important. When you're learning the guitar, right, you, you learn, learn your chords, right? This is what you do. And then you practice going between the chords, but looking in the mirror, not looking at your hand. Why? Because then you can just do it without going like this. You just learn the position. You don't even need to look in the mirror, really. You can just look at the wall. But the point Mm. is, you need to get used to just feeling where notes are and not looking at them. I can do that with Blackbird, I think. I can play Blackbird if we tune down the D. Every Afghan dictation. No. Okay. But also mirrors the age, the are very important. <laughs> in rock. In rock. It's mm. true. If you go into a shop to buy a guitar, yeah. you should always ask if they have a mirror. Uh, so yeah. you can look at it. A mirror true. and a strap, just to see how it looks. Because yeah. that is uh, nine-tenths of yeah. everything. I think so. I agree. Also, I'd say performance tip. Um, yeah. I think we should just do tips. I think yeah. it's working out. Uh, performance tip. 
Right, you're moving too much. No, no. No, 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 no. you don't see what I mean. You're moving in small, jerky movements. Every move should be deliberate. It's something I've had to learn. You know, I've watched videos of myself from like sort of years ago and I just move too much. I'm sort of like always just jerking around and I don't look good. But what you need to do is you need to kind of like practice stillness as your default position and then when you make a move the move has to be deliberate and then once you've gone from that basis you should then move lots but you, but you have to get to the point where being still is your default I, I, I'm with you on the stillness as default mm. because ideally you don't actually want to be playing the guitar you want to feel stuff coming into you and out of the guitar yeah and the way you do that I'm, i keep picking up the guitar to demonstrate this the way <laughs> the way top industry expert charlie stone does this is i like to get on stage and just empty my head totally and just be like i'm about to play guitar it's going to be amazing <laughs> and then i just pick up my guitar and it's amazing. It's true. So people might think, you know, not go along with that, but you know, if you haven't seen Charlie play guitar, then you don't understand. Idiots. I think maybe, I think it's probably quite different on the piano. Because the piano has this sort of, you have this barrier between you and the audience. Already. What's your top tip for playing the piano on stage? Um, what, in terms of performance? Quite seriously, this podcast is now just top tips. I'm not really sure I'm particularly good at it I mean I in terms of like I can play the piano but in terms of performance I'm not I'm not a fantastically good performer not really nonsense in terms of playing piano not not necessarily in terms of singing no, I'm a good nonsense. singer but like in terms of the how I how I, I react to the audience I, agree, I like what I don't ever play. look at the audience mostly I shut my eyes no no but Julie you don't understand as a punter mm. right I love watching you play and you look I'm not I'm not the world's greatest piano expert. No, really, I'm not. But when I watch you, I think you just look like you've totally got it. You've got it. It. That's a trick. The X factor. The X factor. Yeah. What is the trick? That's what I'm saying. We want the tip. So what is the trick? Um, Give away your secrets. I'm not really sure, actually. Don't That's know. not a trick, then, if you don't no. know what the trick is. Well, no, I do know what the trick is. I'm not. Sure. I'm just not convinced I should be giving that away. I think you, you know, definitely should. I would like some money for Christmas, please. <laughs> so I'm not giving away my tips and secrets. Charlie, you have your hand up. <laughs> yes, I've got my hand up again. <laughs> I've actually got a top tip about playing the piano, because yeah. I've, I've recently, this year, been playing keyboards occasionally with... I've got band the nuns. Oh, OK. Wear, um... Hot pants. Underneath... Because that is definitely a good tip. Th there is, uh, despite all the articles and stuff going, oh, it's not fair, they treat women differently. They always get the things that they treat women differently about wrong. They always go, oh, it's this and this. No, it isn't really those things. It's, it is a whole bunch of other stuff that you're not working out yourself. But they will, at some point, go, I could see your knickers. And everyone will go, yeah, oh, you shouldn't say that, but they'll say it anyway. And mm. it'll be like, it'll be, it'll be a way of demeaning you. That's a good point. Demeaning you. Should you powers. maybe not wear anything just to intimidate men? No, because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. It's, you know, it's not really a... Plus, it would, it would upset my female audience. It would make them feel like that was, I was tricking people. It's true. And you know, I am tricking people, but I would sooner do it in a modest way. So wear hot pants? Is that the tip you No, mine was a more musical tip, actually. I've, I've recently <laughs> this year started playing the keyboards, 
Well, I used to play a little bit of keyboards and salad back in the day, but it was basically just, you know, you'd get your hand and you'd do a few notes. Mm. It wasn't proper playing. Now, these days, what happened? I went to a friend's house and they were having a Kate Bush party and I was listening to Kate Bush and I thought, the piano's a relatively simple instrument to play, isn't it, really? And everyone laughed and said, yes, much like the glockenspiel, Charlie, or the, or the triangle. And I went, no, seriously, because I was listening and I said, all you need to do, you find the chords, you know, if you know basic chord theory, you just find what notes those are, and then you feel the rhythm, and then when it's time to take a solo, you just wiggle your fingers around. Yeah. And that was basically how I taught myself to play the keyboard, and it's a, to a tried and tested method. Yeah. Left hand bass, right hand tune, pretty or, much. Or both. I mean, that's, that doesn't, you know, make you an amazing <laughs> pianist, but it does oh, work. Uh, right? Excuse me? No, no, I mean, like, I'm not by any means an amazing being. It's not, you know. No, it does, also, it does work. Also, learn to, learn to be happy with your transpose button and play everything in C. That's also another Oh, trick. another top tip. So yeah. once you've mastered that and you can do that, and it's very basic skills, let's be honest, but it does impress people because they think you're using both hands, you must be yeah. proper. Then, to really look proper, what you do, you're playing a bit. And, you know, if you're like me, you've got an ear for different tones. Mm. Let's lift it a bit on the chorus, you might think, and you're playing there and you think, so I'm going to carry on the melody with my right hand there, but I'm going to play some stabs up there. And you, you lift your hand over, you cross it over, and everyone just wets themselves with excitement. Because Here's a great thing I saw, because Chikinki, right, this is what they do on stage, they, the singer picks up the keyboard yeah. on, with one hand, as if he's, like, preferring a pizza. <laughs> to the table, right? And then the keyboardist like follows his hand, and he sort of waves his hand in a psychedelic manner, and the, and the, and the, the keyboardist like has to follow it, and it looks like the, key, the keyboard is floating, and they're playing. It's really it's a good. good. It's a bit, good it bit sounds a little bit like Transvision Vamp to me. It does sound. It, yeah, it is a bit. But it was it was my favourite part of the Chicken Key set. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Also, uh, <coughs> musical keys. Yeah. Uh, are nonsense. Right. Is the other thing. You can ignore them pretty much. Mm -hmm. Why is that? the other tip. Just because uh, you get people, because uh, I make records in my spare time, yeah. and uh, you get people, and it, someone came in, I forget what band it was now, but they played something very good, uh, and then they went, oh no, it's in the wrong key. Mm. And I was like, no, it's not, you're an idiot. It's technically is in the wrong key, but if you just ignore keys, then uh, it just sounds good. That's why I left it in. Uh, yes. They didn't want it there, but they put it there, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good tip yeah, yeah. ignore keys though. yeah I was never very good at keys also if you're going to play the guitar and yeah. sing mm -hmm. maybe think about not doing that because uh, <laughs> as a guitar player and a singer at yeah. the same time mm. I do find it quite annoying sometimes that I can't just jump off the stage into the audience because really then I have to run back that, and sing yeah. You know. you know what that means? You should mm. try getting some other guitarists in your band so you don't have to play yeah, guitar. That would be true. But I already have like 17. Yeah. But, uh, but it's not enough. You need yeah. that extra. Well, plus, because of the way my band is, it wouldn't work. You need to, yeah, people would start playing like a, to the drums. You are essentially conducting your band. Yeah. It's just kind of, and you need an instrument to do that, don't you? Like, mm. It doesn't work with conductor sticks. They've got to be. Yeah. You, know. well, you could probably use a different instrument, though. You could you could lump, jump off once we've got to the point where we're all just doing a big solo. Once yeah. the song's been established, but then I'd have to get back in time. Well, you know, you need you just need like a Charlie Hodge. You need someone who can like take charge of your person, and yeah. you can hand a guitar to. 
You see, you watch that and then into the audience, jump out. Or I could get a headset microphone yeah. and just jump into the crowd anyway with the guitar. Yeah. And if you people get hurt, somebody. then uh, yeah, but you know, it's memorable, isn't it? No, yeah, I know what you should do. I've done this actually years ago, right? You get you get a radio mic on your guitar, and then you can go anywhere. And in fact, I did a gig in Exeter back in a long time ago, and where I started the gig from the car park, so the rest of the band were on stage, hmm. and there were a few people outside just chatting because it was a summer. So I went and stood in the car park. I could hear the drums start, and I started playing, hmm. and led everyone in like the Pied Piper. Excellent. That's really good. But it could also lead to security problems. I've noticed I've been up gigs where the singer has jumped into the crowd and the people have loved it and then they've not been allowed back on stage because the <laughs> yeah. bouncer wasn't watching, doesn't recognise it. Yeah. <laughs> it was you, yeah. one of those bands, another yeah. one, you all look the same, you've all got your black Camden jeans on. And yeah, they're, very, they're very against the crowd surfing these days. When yeah. you go to your Brixton or whatever. Mm. It's not like it used to be. They're very against it and they, they get all aggressive and tell people off. That well, used to be the that's dangerous. Yeah, but that used to be the main well, reason people go. Gentrification, isn't it? I it went, is gentrification. I went I to hospital once because I did a stage dive, but I'm, I did it wrong, mind you. I actually dived like I was diving into a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was on six foot onto a marble floor. Oh, God. And um, everything went slow motion, and I rang like a bell. Yeah, no, you and, your, yeah I've done that before. And, and I got jump. carried out, put in a neck brace, taken to hospital, x-rays... A lot. I jumped into a shallow end pool once, and it does it does feel like you're a bell, like mm. your bones shake. Yeah, you, you like. I made my brother really fall out because it turns out if you fall six feet, it's much worse than you think. Mm. And my brother was like, he was dressed up as a monkey, and like, because he wanted to he wanted to do like a kind of prank thing in when he was at school, and like, you know, he was like because he was into like Dom Jolly and stuff. He wanted to do that in real life, and and I convinced him it'd be an amazingly funny idea to dress up as a monkey. And then as someone was walking past a tree, just fall out of the tree and go, oh, shit, and then walk off. But what actually happened is he fell out of a tree and uh, just really hurt himself. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the man, I think, didn't notice. He just, he just kept yeah. going. And uh, there was my brother. I felt quite bad Which about that. Which is what makes it hilarious. Yeah, I feel bad about it. But now I, now I, I like to laugh. Yeah. We, yeah. Should, we should play one yeah, of ours. Yeah, let's play one. But ooh, what, though? Um, well... Um... I'm not thinking of anything right now. I'm just going, hmm. Play the hit. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any of those. Yeah. I wish we'd have play, a hit. Play the play. one that's got Actually, the... No, play the one that's got the... The adventure game thingy, computer game thing, and the man's a warrior. One, two, three, four, five, six... La, la, la. Told. The words that they use leave you limp. 
Without well, me warning you. That was in um a, that was in a tangential key, I think, to what you're doing in, in parts, which I think you know Improved added it. another layer. Like he said, there are no As keys. I said earlier. <laughs> Nonsense. But that is uh, <coughs> is that still going? Uh, what that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to put this T down. That's right. Somewhere. Thank you. And then uh, give you another musical tip. Excellent. For Good. Good. Which is ah. <coughs> uh, that all songs should end. <laughs> no. Mm. no. I don't know where you've got that from. That's yeah. Not true. Well, no, but a lot of people, you know, they like they finish some songs, their band, yeah. even like uh, with a, like a so what's technically called a suspended chord. That probably wasn't one. Right. But one that yeah, makes people think. Yeah. Beauty school dropout chord. It makes people think there's more to come. Yeah. And then there isn't, and then there's an uncomfortable bit where no one claps because no one knows it's finished. Hmm. And most people, even if they don't like your band, hmm. as long as it's clear that you've finished, right. they will clap, even if they haven't listened. That's why I like Which the is why at the end of most songs you can just go. <laughs> well, do that properly. 
Yeah. And put an actual ending. And uh, people will clap. That's why I like the band Mew. Mews? No, not Mews. No. Mew. M-E-W. M-E-W. Right, yeah. like the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Terrible name for a band. But like they're... Because uh, they're very sort of like crystalline and like, oh, they're all sort of Scandinavian. They sort of do quite proggy sort of stuff. But they're not against... You know, when it comes down to it, after their eight-minute sort of noise, prog, shoegazy jam, they're not averse just resolving on a massive G Good. and leaving everyone happy. Also, the best thing about me is that their bassist doesn't know what band he's in, which is amazing. If you ever see them, they're like they're all there. They're all like in sort of buttoned-up suits, and they have like projections of like art films showing behind them, and they're all like, "I am from Scandinavia, and this is my art." And they're all very artistic, apart from the bassist, who I saw at Glastonbury, and he just went and goes, "Hello, fucking Glastonbury! <laughs> you motherfuckers ready to rock and roll?" And it's like, and then the band just didn't rock out at all. It was amazing. Just imagine their just little clearly... conversation beforehand, oh. just going. Now you see, Benny. You must understand that we have not, we are not the kind of band that likes to rock out. Every band likes to rock the fuck out. Not us. <laughs> they just, they, they don't know. Can but, I, can I make a generalisation about races at this point? Yes. I really like Scandinavians. Good. What is it about them? I just think I think they've got sexy voices. I don't think I, I was doing a very good impression. I like, of I like. I like Scandi accents, you know, when they speak when they speak English, they've got a lovely lilt, it's very sexual. Well, actually, let's not like, like they said in Abba the movie, those little girls, it's not sexy, it's nice. Right. It's nice, not sexy. Yeah. You know. Never been to Scandinavia. Loads of times. Love <coughs> it. Yeah. I've done a lot of Scandinavia. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the sort of thing that I would say nice I'm very pleased with Scandinavia my favourite bits are Smaland in Sweden mm. um, Stockholm and the North Cape of Norway, um, Cape and, of Norway. The, and the big the, um, the very beautiful art, modern art gallery in Helsinki which Upstages all of the arts. Those are my top tips for travelling. Helsinki is brilliant. I love Helsinki. I love how everyone's miserable. Yeah, you go into a bar and no one's speaking. Yeah. It's really I love, quiet. I, I think my favourite kind of bar. I think I was like 18, I think I went walked past a McDonald's and like it was the only McDonald's I've ever seen where every table had one person on it, but there wasn't a single table with more than one. Yeah. And they, they invented the technology in cafes in Helsinki, like before. This was like when everyone had like Nokia before smartphones and everything, but they had invented the technology where you could text your order to avoid having to speak to the woman. <laughs> I always like that. And there's that statue in the centre of Helsinki of a man called Alexis Kivy, who I don't know anything about other than he's just the statue is the most depressed statue I've seen. He's just like there with his legs crossed, holding his head. You're like, oh no. And that's the main, it's like massive, this huge statue of misery in the middle of Helsinki. It's an amazing city. I love it. Ed Miliband, right, done Desert Island Discs today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think we should just, to be honest, we've been, we probably should stop. But I think we should discuss Ed Miliband's Desert Island Disc choices. And, uh, what did he choose, please? So I've got them up. He has got, uh, right, what Ed Miliband chose. Right, the South African National Anthem. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's a dick. Um, Hubert Parry's version of Jerusalem. Mm. Really? Right, so this is the, then Paul Robeson, Ballad of Joe Hill. So I think it's probably very irritating initial three choices because it's like, yeah. oh, I'm just pandering to everyone and yet... It's like his press officer just gave him some choices. Well, I'm fairly, sure that, I'm fairly sure that is what happened. Mm. And he was like, and then he's like, but, oh, but I need... Because I think he said, like, right, we've got R- Robeson for, like, racism, Jerusalem for, like, Britain being good, 
and then we've got the South African National Anthem for like students or whatever. And then you've gone, yeah, but we need something to like lighten it. Mm. So what do you reckon the next one is? Mary Poppins. Take On Me by Aha. Excellent. It's <laughs> gone next. So light, down with the kids. Likes, likes those school disco nights at clubs. Yeah. Right. And then they've gone, okay, Ed, you've got Aha, but maybe you should do one that you genuinely like, something from your actual taste. Um, so just because otherwise, you know, you're not going to be able to sell it properly. What do you think you chose? Something by Top Loader. Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Um, next. Hard to argue with that, though, man. It's a catchy song. It is a catchy song. That is, I think that is the one that he genuinely likes on the list. Uh, then we've got, uh, well, because he's heard that Scum have it at funerals, Robbie Williams, Angels. Mm-hmm. What? That's one of his Desert Island discs. Seriously? Seriously, Robbie Williams, Angels. Then Josh Ritter, Change of Time. Don't I have a view on that. Never and then, And then last of all, because of that time when uh, his brother was going to be the leader of the Labour Party, but he stabbed him in the back. And because he doesn't regret that. He ain't heavy. Regret, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I think those are oh, probably dude. the worst choices I've seen. Yeah. Even worse than David Cameron's. What would, yeah. what would be any of yours? Probably can't do the whole Desert Island discs. Um, Julie Birchall's was know. hilarious. Julie Birchall's was the best. That made me you laugh. You should listen most. to it. It's fucking funny. <laughs> that was great because the interviewer keeps... What's her name? There? Um, she yeah. keeps trying to get She's Julie Birchall to admit that she regrets, like abandoning her children yes. and she just doesn't and oh, she's no, like yeah to be honest me. I'm a very honest person I don't regret it at all <laughs> <laughs> and she's got loads and loads of um, Israel stuff on there like the Israeli national anthem and she's very pro-Israel just to annoy people but it is weird the thing is about like the, the, the interviewer keeps trying to get her to be serious about things and she's just taking the mickey out of her like it's brilliant it's just absolutely if you, if you listen to it remembering that that's what she's doing then it's really funny I want to know what your Desert Island discs are, everybody. Or at least one of them. Can I say one? Because yeah. I've already thought of mine. Yeah. For Emma by Noi. Which works on lots of levels um, because it's amazing and because if you're ever stuck in a traffic jam, mm. it's the best traffic jam music. Not going to be you're ever... on a desert island. It works, yeah, but honestly, that, Jesus, that tune... Oh God, I'm having a moment just thinking about it. <laughs> that was uh, the first time I ever heard that song. I was stuck in a traffic jam. Yeah, with me. <coughs> yeah, in a van. And it's inspired, probably, I think, a new Keith Top of the Pop song. Well, it has, but I sort of ripped it off beforehand yeah. without hearing it. It's the best uh, way to rip something off. Because apparently, if you do just play an A chord, then you are ripping off noise. Is that right? <laughs> what, like with um, D and, uh, and Daydreamer? Yeah, yeah. Basically, D minor, isn't it? Yeah, that means you're ripping off Daydream. Yeah. Any desert island disc? You've got uh, nine, but or eight. But... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't really like records. Mm. Um, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's the having to pick something that you would want to listen to a few times. But also, it's not. It's not just that because desert island disc is not like your favourite records. It's the favourite records you've got that you would like people to form opinions on you on the radio the based on. I thought it was actually supposed to be the ones if you're on a desert island and you can yeah. only have ten Yeah, so it's that to be, you're supposed to think, you're supposed to think. Lame, isn't it? But it's, it's not your favourites though, because like you might, because you might, your favourite record might be something that you wouldn't want on a desert island. It could possible. Yeah. And you have got to think, well, because you can't just sort of do it and not have any classical, because then people are like, well, he hasn't got any classical. Yeah. Mm. So there's all kinds it. of like weird rules. No, Michael Caine had no classical. His was all like sex bomb. And stuff like that. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. But I would have uh, any umbrellas. 
Yeah. Any yeah. umbrellas, any Because I really like that song. I have no yeah, idea what it's actually from. Um, well, it's it's on YouTube somewhere. It'll yeah, yeah. Where, but where I it tells think you it's on a musical. Yeah. It might be, but yeah. I don't know. She's got a hand up again. Tell I would also have Pack Your Romantic Mind by Stereolab. Mm. She's got really like cool taste, doesn't she, Charlie? She likes cool stuff. Very cool. Like yeah. traditionally cool stuff. Because yeah. like, the thing is, my most pretentious one that I take mm -hmm. right, is New York Counterpoint by Steve Reich. Yeah. Which is by far the most pretentious one like, I've got on my list, but I really, I genuinely do like it, and I think it would be good in a desert island because it's pleasant. You see, I would something that I would like and could listen to over and over again would be something from Mozart's Requiem, but I wouldn't last very long on the desert oh, island. Yeah. I would, I would definitely kill myself. So, like, it's not you know, it's not something you would necessarily want to take with you. She's got a hand <laughs> again. I've got another one, which I think, based on previous conversations we have, you might like to have on yours possibly mm -hmm. as well. Foray's Requiem. Yeah, that's actually a lot more hopeful sounding, mm. isn't it? So maybe that would be mm. better. So the Requiem battle. Mm. <laughs> Just take eight Requiems. But I've got, I mean, I've I've got, got a particular yeah, exactly. version that I want, though. Not Android Web, is it? It's got, and it's on vinyl, mm -hmm. and it's got a peach-coloured sleeve, and it's the best I one. I think I've got that one. Yeah. I think I would probably take 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Because I don't know why, but like, you sort of, when I look on Last FM, it turns out that's one of my favourite songs. I didn't really know that. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. Yeah. So, I like it's so like it's one of those things that, you know, as a fan of your band and as your friend, yeah, that I uh, forgive you for. I know, <laughs> so yeah. but I don't, I sort of, I don't, it's not the, it's not in my conscious mind that that's like my favourite song. It just it turns out when I use statistical analysis to find out, it turns out that's what it is. Yeah, because mm. I actually do like Billy Corgan right. now. Mm. Now that he's mental. Yeah, and thinks that the government is gassing everyone with planes, <laughs> and uh, probably lives in a castle. I think he bought a castle. Yeah, uh, I like that. That is I like good. that sort of stuff. Uh, but nineteen seventy nine is the sound of like you know, being stuck in some place and having to go to the mm. convenience store at night, <coughs> and, and sort of going, oh, it's yeah. the only place to go, but it's awesome because we've got each other. Yeah. Stuck mm. in a cage. It's very warming. It's like, like some I, sort of rat. Yeah, uh, so that's a bit that feeling of like, yeah, we're in a we're in a cage, but at least all these rats here and my my friends and we're all in it together. And... The sound of that album does sound like dropping out, which is kind of why I like it so much. Like it, like the sound. It's very rare for me to like anything just for the sound alone. That doesn't happen ever. But like the sound I can't really of it, justify it to is honest, totally. I, I think it, it sounds like dropping out, which no one really does anymore. No one drops out like they they have careers and they study and they work hard and what about your luxury you're allowed a luxury my luxury you're allowed to take one luxury item. a boat <laughs> no you're not allowed to take is they, it, they, they've thought of that okay. they're is not it, stupid do they, they say if it's a consumable is it something that gets replenished or you're not I think, allowed consumable I, I think you are allowed to consume because i know that i've heard ricky gervais said he wanted a vat of novocaine <laughs> so that's the sort of thing you can be but it can't be anything that can assist you in the desert island environment has to be it has to be luxurious and mm. it's something that you don't need but you just get to have probably um a telescope that is a very poetic answer yeah i'm a poetic girl you could spot you could you could undermine it for staring at like naked people on other islands yeah exactly. <laughs> that's why you want it <laughs> and i'd have to have a notebook and a pen not essential but wi-fi yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, nothing. I don't need much. I could get by on the desert <laughs> island. What, your robot hoof? 
Yeah, but it'd just get full of sand, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. All the time. <laughs> yeah, but I'd like to be a good experiment to see how long it would take a robot Hoover to remove the desert island entirely. <laughs> it'd be yeah. an interesting but dance with death. It would fill up, and you'd have to empty it, and it'd be just yeah, like digging come up. come on, think it through. Into the sea. Create yeah. another desert island next to it with a robot Hoover. Yeah. Or it could be like with those, you know, where they build like new land in Dubai. It could be like that. You could build like you can generally, generally over time expand. They've missed island. a trick there. Instead yeah. of importing cheap labour, they should just get some robot Hoovers. So they should do. But do they think of that? No, <coughs> they don't. No. Do you want to do another song? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Why don't you do another song and then we'll stop? <coughs> right. Uh, now you've said that. Oh, you did lead guitar. If you want, I'm always happy to do lead guitar. What a song. Um, where did I move my cap up to? Reviewed first yeah. when the album was released, uh, it got called uh, very subversive, or it's clever, clever subvert, uh, subverting of seventies rock misogyny. <laughs> and uh, I saw that, and it, someone put it up on Twitter, and I said, "Yeah, finally, someone has noticed." <laughs> so it's good. Excellent. Yeah. How do people pay for it? Pay for the album. Yeah, make, tell people how to buy stuff. You can get it on the internet at uh, Corporate Records. Yeah, I have the exact co. address if you UK. want it. You go to corporate.at forward slash r238. Yeah, but that's going to confuse people because it's got an at in it. And they're going to think you mean email at. Ah, I see. Weird. Yes, okay. Corporate. Yeah. So what they could do, just type it in and they could Google it. Find it. Yeah. We're on Google. Yeah. Uh, and also, you can buy records and t shirts, amazing t shirts. Like the one that Charlie Stone is wearing here. Which you can all see, viewers, if you just look into the microphone at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, uh, anything else? Uh, more tips. More, more tips. Gigs. Uh, gigs. 
playing on Thursday, actually. But I don't know when this, this is going out. out. So <laughs> it's like, well, in that case, I would Happy have played a bunch of uh, <laughs> awesome gigs, yeah. Yeah, awesome. You've missed those. Yeah, but, you know, there'll probably be others. What can people can pay for for you, Charlie? No, basically... If they go through your back catalogue, right, and find I won't stuff, get any money from any anything, money. no. I've never... I don't even... I've I've, ne I've actually never had a PRS payment in my life. What? Seriously. What? Um. Really? Yeah. Well, it's just things like you have bands and you register things in a band name or whatever, and I I don't know. I just can't be bothered. I like playing gigs. I like playing live. They don't make it easy, PRS. I'll give you that. Their website is terrible. That's the oh, other thing. Appalling. More tips for bands if you're ever going to be in a band and you want to join PRS to get money that's uh, probably not worth it because well the thing hassle. is though it is sometimes worth it and they make it almost impossible to just to get the money that they're collecting on your behalf so no, they're taking money off for the world if you're in any way if it's any, in any way possible for you to set up a better more efficient working collection agency yeah. that distributes money to music that can challenge PRS and completely yeah. destroy their business because it is a business, despite what they say. Yeah. Do that because it's completely necessary. Because it's not fit for purpose. No. It's completely worth it. I get, I get money, right? But like Simon doesn't, which is kind really? of insane. Yeah, it's fifty-fifty. Like, it's fifty-fifty. We, we, like he's obviously he didn't register to begin with, but he registered like it's been like nearly two years, and he still gets nothing, and I get money, and I'm like, there's other money sitting in their account which they aren't giving to him, which, which is ridiculous. Like, but the process of just asking them for it. Mm. And complaining like takes a year. It's like, yeah, it uh, takes them like maybe six weeks to get. No, it took longer. It took like three months for them to get back to my rubbish. initial net. To the benefit of the tape, for those listening that aren't in live performing, recording, writing bands, PRS is the Performing Rights Society. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, you'll be glad to know, even though you don't PRS, there is a bank account that I set up where you're one twenty ninth. Of all the royalties <laughs> from uh, <laughs> my album sales, is racking up. <laughs> Brilliant! Wow. God. Awesome. Well, that's Got probably. To look forward to. Any there. more top tips? Love final top tip before we go. Uh, top tips: If you're going to rip off songs, yeah, uh, you should. It's great. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, but you should be very upfront about it. Of course. If people go, oh, that's just that song. Don't go. Oh no, that's I've never heard it. Go, yeah, it is. But I've made it better. Because that is how you write songs. All of my songs are written by trying to play someone else's song and not knowing how it goes. Well, there's only 12 notes. In fact, well, there's only six, really, because the ones in between notes. don't count. Yeah. And, and uh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, if you're playing the guitar, buy a capper. That's true. Yeah, always, always, that. always buy a capper. Always buy a capper. And yeah. the particular capper that you've got are the best ones. Yeah, the G unit ones. The G unit. Get one of those. They are irritatingly expensive seeing Yeah, you they're also very them, easy but. to lose. But, uh, the most expensive thing I will happily lose on a regular basis. Like Anything else that costs that much, and if I lost it, it would be actually be quite a big deal. But with those, oh, fuck, I lost a capo. I have to get a new one. But, yeah. but, don't, but, but keep an eye on it, but get one, because that'll improve. Yeah. Also, if you've got a capo, you can put it up really high, and it sounds like you're playing a mandolin or something. So you can all the, uh, all the different angles covered. And it also makes it easier that if you are going to... like steal someone else's chords yeah. you don't even have to change them you can just put a capo somewhere random fret Poss probably the third fret is the best one for capos one of the best frets but uh yeah there you go yeah easy yeah no excuse left I expect but yeah because we're running out of people we know to invite on the podcast so all the bands that will no doubt be formed using the top tips yeah come on good mm -hmm. yeah definitely that has been our podcast thank you very much thanks so much uh, it's been a pleasure 
and an absolute joy and delight.